Going to bring back Mr. Mark Weber for hour three of Garden Talk. Good morning. Are you ready for what plan I am? I'm ready. What's our clue today? I'm not going to give it yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kind of hold back. This one's uh, kind of a unique one in many ways. We'll, 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 we'll give the clues here a little bit later. We got a special... Uh, announcement to make here in about uh, two minutes so we're gonna do that first and get into the show and then we'll do what uh, plan i am okay okay all right this hour of garden talk we're gonna talk to you at 457-1290 keep you updated on the weather and i got a very special um, announcement something very special happened this week to me and i'm going to talk a little bit about it as well on am 1290 and news 957 whio the views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of cox media group ohio this is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning, and welcome back to Garden Talk on AN 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this legendary broadcast for 28-plus years, and I enjoy helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. I would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you right into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio, where we're more than happy and um, um, honored to um, help each and every one of you at 457-1290. This week for me has been quite a humbling experience. Um, On Tuesday, I was presented uh, with um, an award. Um, I'm usually a guy who Spends most of his time just working and trying to do things to make the world a little bit better place. And during the ISA conference, that's the International Society of Arboriculture Conference up in Sandusky, I was presented with the Award of Merit. Um, It's the highest award that the ISA chapter here in Ohio gives out. Um, I think I've seen a total of nine or ten given out in, in its history of 75 years, and I received my, uh, one this week. Um, it was quite humbling and more so what an honor. Um, and I have been a certified arborist for a long time, and I've always been a guy who really sticks to the principles and the ideal, ideals of good arboricultural and horticultural practices in and about the landscape. Um, I was thinking this morning on my way into the radio station about um, about my first time of coming on the radio and thinking about um, 28 years ago being on the air and talking about why topping of trees was so bad and and later we've talked to the point of nauseam about improper mulching and, and proper you know, fertility in the landscape with soil testing. And the fact that we as certified arborists sign a code of ethics that requires us to conduct ourselves in an ethical means and manner and to follow the applicable principles of proper arboriculture. And this award really validates everything. Validates the fact that for so long, um, founding a a business of my own with my wife and building a business based on those merits of, of doing it right and doing it well and doing it correctly, no matter if it, if it isn't, the most profitable way of doing it, at least you did it based on those ethics and those principles and those ideals of proper arboriculture um, and horticulture to me was um, simply a validation of years and years of hard work. 
And um, quite humbling because to be recognized by your peers in your own industry is a big deal. Um, big deal. Over the years, I will tell you that I probably have made just as many enemies as I've made friends in the industry. Um, the good the good arborist usually will, I hear from other people, oh, Mark, hey, love you, Mark. You did a great, you you, you tell it how it is, and we like you. Well, I've heard others say, oh, he's, he's, he's off his rocker. The old man's off his rocker. Well, the old man is not off his rocker. The old man's fire has uh, only gotten stronger over the years. And uh, I feel very blessed to come here every Saturday morning and talk to each and every one of you about about those principles and about those ethics and about those ways that when you work with qualified people, you get qualified and good results in your landscape and more so proper care of your trees. As I talked to the gentleman earlier this morning about his trees, I think it was in Vandalia. Um, trees are the most complicated plants on the planet and they require a lot of specialized care. And trees provide us more benefits than, than not. And I would, you know, earnestly say to you that uh, don't cut corners with your trees. If you do anything, if you don't do anything along the way for proper lawn care and everything else, the one thing that will haunt you is improper care of trees. Trees have a long memory. And whatever we do bad to them, they don't forget. And they... Take their problems that we create and uh, sometimes only manifest them with time. So I feel very honored today and also very blessed and very humbled. And I'm quite proud to call myself the garden guru. And I'm also very proud to say special thanks to my family, particularly my wife, for putting up with me for so long. <laughs> um She's a more remarkable lady. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Johnny. By the way, there's not one but two phone lines available. If you want to jump aboard, I'd love to help you today. Let's go talk to Johnny. Johnny, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm blessed. How can I help you, sir? Um, I have a quick question. Um, I moved into a house in the Centerville area probably uh, last May and didn't really realize it at that point, but... I've determined I think I have moss, and it's on limestone. I looked at the, the, the landscaping three to four years, and there's obviously a lot of ash trees and a lot of other things missing from the neighborhood. So I've had like probably six to seven big trees gone in the past probably five years, and I can tell there's lots of roots, and I don't think they ever aerated or did anything like that, and I didn't get a chance in the fall, but I, I know – I need a soil test, so I know I've listened to you for years, and I could probably tell I need to raise the pH because that's the moss situation, but all my wife's uh, um, tomatoes did excellent last year, and I was a little concerned on that. I was like, why are they doing so well? So I know they're acid-loving, so that was the end of my um, rant. I wanted to see what the best way to do a soil <laughs> well, test. Moss, well, moss is an indicator typically, anecdotally, I might add, Moss, I see moss in a yard. I see poor nutrition. Right. I whatever that nutrition may be. Remember, you don't you can't stick your finger in the dirt and say, Oh, you need iron or oh you need sure. magnesium or oh you need need this. I mean, this this is where you know proper method and means of diagnosis. It's like people that are you know, go out and look at a tree and says, well, you've got a manganese deficiency. You don't have, you don't know that until you test it. You don't guess, uh -huh. you test. So uh -huh. um, in your case, remember grass is simple plant to grow. Uh, and what I mean by that is it's a monocot. They're not highly advanced plants like trees are, okay? They're plants that what you put in, they put out, meaning they need sun, they need fertility, okay? They need proper mowing height. And a lot of times if we can give them those three important elements, they do pretty well. Right. So let's get down, um, let's get down to that brass tax. Let's find a way to give them sun. Let's find a way to give them the proper nutrition by soil testing, okay? 
And then mm -hmm. variety selection. Um, variety selection really matters. It matters in all plant selection. So in this case, your lawn, what year was your house built? 69. So you're driving the equivalent of a 1969 Ford. Oh, I've got a 53 in the driveway. So okay, pretty, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that, but I appreciate that. But that 69 Ford, okay, right. um, oh, isn't going to give you I the same miles per gallon. It's not going to give you the same disease and insect resistance that the newer varieties will. Okay. So you're saying I should kill it all and start over. I already know that. That is a good idea. You know, you can't. Best, I mean, that's the that's, best it, way to do that and the best time to do that. The best time to do that start in June and start killing it off with a targeted seeding time in, in August. And the beauty, look at it this way. You don't have to mow grass for most of the summer. It's a really nice thing. You're right, but I got four small children, and they have, like, uh, a lot of neighbor kids. I can only imagine my uh, summer. <laughs> in that case, then sod may be in your future. Um <laughs> But, but but the bottom line is is a lot of turf needs to be updated as far as varietals are right. concerned and and it doesn't mean you have to do the whole yard at once you could do it in sections too right so you know you know you get out of it what you put into it okay <laughs> I'll just say it I know I came from a house that I've been for a long time that I had it perfect so it's it's very irritating to start all the way over and I didn't really realize it until probably the fall time when you started seeing the light patches and things and i didn't know if it'd be better to i mean it would it be worth it raising the ph i mean and doing that type well, of stuff unless you have a soil test that tells you you need to right. do that then don't do it right what's the best how do you um, um no dumb questions just dumb answers there are, no so there's no dumb the questions here so 28 years there's never been one dumb question on garden talk so this <laughs> so how you you need to work my suggestion is work with somebody who understands how to do a soil test because uh -huh. there's actually a protocol for the collection of the um of the soil sample it needs to follow a protocol the way it's shipped to the lab once it's out of the lab then there's going to be test results produced by the lab and then from there that test results have to be gone through some form of professional analysis, just like you would go to the doctor or the dentist or the, or the accountant. And then that analysis yields some findings. It's like it's what scientists do. That's what us weird nerds do. We now well, we I'm give a, lots I'm of analysis. Yeah. Just with water. So I know, I know the, the mm -hmm. difference of the, all this articulation. Mm -hmm. I'm, I have very chemistry and water. I have to do all this type of stuff. So, Soil is my second thing. I just, I'm thinking, you, yeah, you just take a core sample and send it in somewhere. I just didn't know where. But you've got to be have a statistically valid sample. Right. And that's that's a whole other ball of wax. So my point is, work with a professional who does this kind of stuff. And then right. from there is a report is then generated. And then from there, you can start to build build a better lawn. Sir, I wish you the best. Thanks for calling Garden Talk and have a super good day. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's go talk to Dana. Dana is in Urbana. Good morning, Dana. Good morning. Morning, ma'am. How ma are you? I'm well. How can I help you? I have a quick question. We are having trouble with dandelions. I have paid True Green lots of money every year to treat our yard and do all this stuff. Well, we have a neighbor that. They let their yard get knee-high dandelions, and I cannot seem to get rid of dandelions. And all I want in the summer is a lush, green, dandelion-free, weed-free yard, and I don't know what to do. Question. Question. You ready? Yes. When is the last time we got a soil test? We've lived in this house for like five years, and I have never had a soil test. Okay, that's the beginning of the end. Okay. Okay. You, the problem is you cannot fertilize. Say it again. You can not, and not as in big caps. Yeah. Can letters. You can not fertilize a lawn without sufficient facts and data. Okay. There are people running around claiming that they can fertilize your lawn for 
X number of dollars per application. You know what the value of that value of that number means? Diddly squat. Nothing. It doesn't mean diddly squat because fertilization upon a lawn should be based on sufficient facts and data. The place that you get sufficient facts and data is a soil test and an inspection. Do you have enough light to grow grass? What type of grass do you have? Can it be recovered through proper fertility? We call that the scientific theory. Okay. Okay. And someone applying fertilizer to someone's lawn is a scientist. Okay. They're applying okay. chemicals to a lawn to, en- to enhance its health and well-being. To do that, one mm-hmm. must rely upon sufficient facts and data. Okay. To know how to treat. Correct. So let's get a soil test. Let's work with somebody who understands the basic agronomic principles of having sufficient facts and data to produce a nice lawn. Ma'am, have a good day and rely on sufficient facts and data on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When you're selling a home, it's important to have someone on your side who's been there, done that. Hi, Larry Hanskin with Richard Herps from Keller Williams Hometown Realty. Richard, after all these years selling homes, there's probably very little you haven't seen. That's the truth. Every sale has its own set of challenges, but a good agent can take away the stress and anxiety. And you're one of the very best agents. You consistently sell over 100 homes a year and are in the top 1% of all agents in the Miami Valley. Well, thanks, Larry. It's just a testament of doing the right thing over and over again. This is a full-time commitment for me. When your equity is on the line and you want to sell your home for top dollar, you can trust our team to get results. Experience matters. Contact Richard Herbs, Keller Williams Hometown Realty at 477-1411. That's 477-1411 or visit teamherbst.com, teamherbst.com. I can spot a winner when I see one. Richard Herbst, call 477-1411. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. In 2011, we built our first outdoor columbarium, and in 2015, completed our second. You may be asking, what is a columbarium? A columbarium is a chamber or wall in which urns containing cremations are stored. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. If cabin fever has you bouncing off the walls, you've got to be at Indian Lake for the 63rd annual Indian Lake Boat Show, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Visit Indian Lake Marine, Spend a Day Marine, and Bud's Marine, all within five minutes shopping time for this fabulous boat display. See hundreds of new boats from fishing to pontoons, plus used boats, motors, trailers, and accessories. The spectacular Indian Lake Boat Show, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, Friday and Saturday, 10 to 7, Sunday till 5. Great boats, great fun. See you there. Better squeeze that lucky rabbit's foot, check your horoscope, and shake that lucky eight ball. Powerball is up to $348 million. That's $348 million. Take on the odds your way and play Powerball today. And for a limited time, play Pick 3 for chances to win more, nearly 20% more at no additional cost during our popular Pick 3 Red Ball promotion. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Winter weather can throw an icy wrench into your daily commute. Count on Sergeant Mark Bowron and our team of traffic reporters getting you to and from work safely. Triple Team Traffic lives on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, everybody. Good morning. It's 826, 26 minutes after 8 o'clock. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. 
Quiet to start off this morning, mostly cloudy skies and temperatures in the mid to upper 20s. We'll lift to a high temperature of 43 degrees today. Partly cloudy skies and just a slight chance for a passing flurry. Mostly cloudy overnight tonight, 28 degrees for the low. And on Sunday, snow likely, especially once we get into the afternoon hours, anywhere from 1 to 3 inches possible with the highest totals likely found towards the south. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar is clear. We got 33 up at the airport on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. By the way, what plan I am will be going on in the last half hour of Garden Talk. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go to Pickwa. Let's go talk to Willie. Willie, good morning. Hey, good morning. Congratulations on your uh, Barrett Award there, Mr. Weber. Thank you. Thank you. It was quite a quite a um, humbling day, I will say that. How can I help you, sir? All right. I am. Uh, I was doing a little personal research on a garden project, and I came across an article in a in the paper. I think it's from around 1943. And it talks about a hickory elm or hickory elm trees. Have you ever heard of this? Hickory elm. Hickory hmm. elm. Hmm. Did it have a botanical name at all? It, it does not. And uh, I've researched it on, the, of course, online and can't come up with anything. Um, hmm. If you want a little background, it's in the city of Piqua. It was in Fountain Park. I believe the article's from around 1943, and it cites a Samuel Dittweiler as the chief of Hill Culture um, Division from the uh, FCS. It's I have a book in my office um, that was Common Trees of Ohio, and it was published in um, like 19... Uh, 1898. <laughs> okay. I'll look it up. My guess is they're probably calling a hickory elm probably a hackberry. Um, it, no, it, it specifically mentions hackberry later in the. Is article. it really okay? Yeah, I mean, like, and, and is that have any type of description of it at all? Um, choo, 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 choo. the ones they were looking at uh, were five feet through the stump and 130 feet tall. So uh, maybe okay. puts it in the elm family. Yeah. Now, secondly, yeah. this guy that came to town, uh, yeah. this this Dittweiler guy, heavy hitter. You know, Yale Forestry. Yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania Chestnut Commission. You know, Blight Commission. So he's he's a real guy. But he came to get. Here's here's what I want to know. He came to get propagating material from these trees. So if that ever occurred, is there any way that we could ever track down if it was successful? Harvard. Harvard? Yeah, Harvard. At, at, at the Arboretum at Harvard, yeah. The, 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 you know, this is where trees and names come in at big time. Um, trees have different names in different times of existence, and uh-huh. they get renamed and botanical names change constantly. Right. Um, and, and very well may have been some species of elm that they wanted to call that name. It's, a, it's an arboretum in, at Harvard called Arnold Arboretum. It's yep. world, world world famous. It's in Boston. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, the you can go there and see a redwood tree of all places at the, yeah, at the hardwood at Arnold. So, but yeah, my guess that would probably be the, the case. And who knows what he what he really wanted to get? But uh, sir, sir, thank you for your call and have a super good day. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. We'll have uh, Mr. John Scott from Knollwood joining us in the next half hour of Garden Talk. Plus, what plant I am on AM twelve ninety and News ninety five seven WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. 
It's 831. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update, our top story we're following this morning. Working to learn the identities of those killed in a crash in Logan County last night. Plus, cops looking for a man who got into a car to steal it when there were children inside. The latest coming up. I'm talking timing and snow totals in my forecast to come. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. It is our top story. Three people are dead after a crash on State Route 117 last night that shut down the highway for nearly four hours. Witnesses say a van traveled left of center, reportedly drifting near the center line several times before and hit a pickup truck head on. The sheriff's office says it has dealt with bad accidents on rural roads, but this one was devastating. Uh, it's rough. It's definitely rough. We don't see normally a, a triple fatality regularly in this county. That's WHIO's James Bukley who says the two people believed uh, in the van are believed to be family members and the driver of the pickup truck is also killed. Two more people were taken to the hospital from the scene. We're working to learn who these, uh, who those who were killed are, and we'll bring that information as soon as we get it. In Dayton, a man snatched a car Friday night that had two children inside. Cops tell us they have the children and they are okay. A woman reportedly left that car with the children inside in an all-in-one food and fuel on North James H. McGee Boulevard, where that car was reported stolen just before 10:30. Cops brought canine units to search the area. We'll have more on that investigation investigation as it continues. Well, now to Vandalia, where starting this week, the speed limit in the community's central business district will be lower. The speed limit will drop to 25 miles per hour. It's a 10 mile per hour drop between Ranchview and Dixie Drives. New speed limit signs with a flashing light border are already installed at both ends of the district. WHIO's John Tisdale reporting with team coverage. The city says the lower speed limit should make that busy area a little safer. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable uh, forecast from meteorologist Jesse Bagg. Quiet to start off this morning, mostly cloudy skies and temperatures in the mid to upper 20s. We'll lift to a high temperature of 43 degrees today. Partly cloudy skies and just a slight chance for a passing flurry. Mostly cloudy overnight tonight, 28 degrees for the low. And on Sunday, snow likely, especially once we get into the afternoon hours, anywhere from 1 to 3 inches possible with the highest totals likely found towards the south. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looks all clear. We've got overcast skies from our studio on South Main Street in Dayton. It's 27 in Troy. We've got 32 in Springfield, 33 in Xenia, and in Dayton at 833. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Welcome to Ask Jaffe. Now, here is Larry Jaffe, owner of Jaffe Jewelry, located at Stroop and Far Hills Avenue in Kettering. Dear Jaffe, a good customer of Jaffe Jewelers recommended I ask Jaffe about my wife's engagement ring that we purchased 10 years ago. This was a very expensive ring at the time. While on vacation, we went to a jeweler to have her ring cleaned. We were told her stone was loose and she needs to have work done on her ring. The estimate for repair work was a bit shocking considering how much we paid for the ring. Can you explain why our cost to repair this ring was so expensive? Mike R. Dear Mike, Larry Jaffe here from Jaffe Jewelry. Fine jewelry repair work can be expensive if neglected. Just like a car requires servicing to prevent or catch any possible problems, fine jewelry works the same way. At Jaffe Jewelry, we recommend regular inspections and cleanings to all our customers to ensure lasting satisfaction. Fine jewelry lasts for generations and longer than most cars have serviced regularly. Bring your rings to Jaffe Jewelers for a full checkup and cleaning. Ask Jaffe at info at jaffejewelry.com. Give her Jaffe. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone or iPhone? Use the Google Assistant app and say, play WHIO News. Let's spend time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. John Scott. Good morning, Mr. Weber. How are you? Oh, it sounds, I'm well. It sounds like uh, you guys are in full tilt to spring at Knollwood, and you've got the perilous journey of keeping things slowed down or sped up or keeping protected from being frozen and killed. Um, this is what a real garden center does, doesn't it, John? <laughs> well, Mark, you know, I was trying some correlations because things that we're going through right now as growers of product are the same things that we go through as gardeners using product. It's just different times of the year. So like right now, you know, all these little baby transplants that are coming in are getting potted 
into a, a size of a pot that's going to finish out so you, the consumer, gets a nice pot with good roots in it. And the key element in right now in the planting is making sure the soil that is filling these pots gets warmed up before planting. I mean, everyone's got three to four truckloads of potting soil, and it's outside. And, and so many times you go to bring it in, it could be frozen. But even so, getting that soil brought to a temperature so when these little transplants roots get put into it, it's not a shock. And this is no different than when you buy some of your first spring plants. Sure, you may come in and buy some pansies sometime in the next few weeks or, or some broccoli or cauliflower in another couple, three weeks. But, you know, making sure that soil temperature is ready to receive it, just because it's 50 degrees outside on that particular day doesn't mean that soil is still not dreadfully cold for that root system. So trying to get that taken care of and sorting through cuttings. Right now, you know, this week on Tuesday, uh, about 18,000 cuttings are coming in to our growers. And, uh, you know, it's going to be six degrees. So now we're going to go through those bags of cuttings and take a sample out of each bag and really thoroughly inspect it to make sure there's not cold and frost damage to that plant. You know, I was hoping to receive some pansies in on uh, Tuesday this week, but, you know, if it's going to be a low of six degrees, we're just going to have to wait to bring them from the growers until another day because the last thing I want to do is expose those plants to that cold temperature and shipping. Yes, we heat those trucks, but still getting out of the truck into the garden center because we don't want to take a chance that you buy a plant that, a week later, it can show the signs of some of that frost and freeze. So we're going to wait now until Wednesday when we at least break 23 to, to do that. And, you know, you saw the thing about the root systems. We got some trees in. Uh, they came in dormant. And that's why we accepted them because we wanted them to be dormant this time of year so we didn't have to worry about the foliage damage. Well, typically this time of year, it doesn't get down to six degrees, right. or at right. least not very frequently. And now we're not worried about what the tops of those trees are going to look like. We're worried about what you, the customer, won't even notice. And that's what happens with that root system, uh, particularly, as you know, Mark, dogwoods, mm -hmm. jack maple, some of the Fuji cherries. Their top growth can handle the six degrees. That's not the problem. It's just container sitting up above the ground. That root system on dogwoods especially does not like that cold of a temp. So we moved them into a poly house. But our thing with the poly house is we want it to be cold enough that they stay dormant, warm enough that the roots freeze. So we keep opening and closing ventilation to keep a consistent temperature. Uh, you you remember the, the garden shows and all those days where we used to force <laughs> trees for you. Yeah. And the last thing we want to do is getting those uh, weeping cherries that Mark Weber always wanted in bloom for the garden show. We don't want that right now. So, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you can up. as you can hear, this is what a real garden center does. So real garden centers tend and take care of their plants so that when you purchase them, they are in really good condition. And, John Scott, your hours of operation today are what? We are open 9 to 5 today, and it is the first Sunday in March, so we will be open tomorrow 11 to 5. So, yes, spring is close, but we all take our time. Like I, I love some of the messages you're sending today, Mark, because with spring being close, a lot of decisions are being made. And, folks, let's take our time and let's make good ones. Exactly. Plan. Uh, it's like I said, sufficient facts and data. Mr. John Scott from Always Knowwood, as always, thank you. Have a fabulous day. You too, sir. Take care, John. Bye-bye. You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, the what plan I am will start in just a moment. Let's first rock and roll and head to the telephone lines at 457-1290. Let's go talk to Justin. Justin, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How can I help? Well, I just had um, uh, two questions. The first one, I um, want to go a little more in depth when it comes to lawn care. Um, I've been researching over the last year with some um, humic acid products and kelp, some of it granular, some liquid. And the research and what they say is pretty promising. Can you give me any insight or your experiences if it does as much biology and stimulation of the soil and all that for yeah, lawn? Yeah, it, it works. It works. It works. Those biostimulant type of products like you just described, they basically fuel the third component of soil. 
Soil is made up of three important components. One is it's made up of chemical components. Second, it's made up of a textural component, meaning it's sand, silt, and clay and how it's arranged. Okay. Third yeah. component is biological. You know, living soil and soil is alive. And, and, and give you an idea, if we, you or I would walk out into a healthy forest ecosystem today and I would pick out a thimble, you know, with the thing they used to sew, sew um, shirts with called a thimble. Okay. Yeah, exactly what they are. A thimble mm-hmm. of soil, of healthy soil, will have millions and millions of miles of fungal hyphae threads called mycorrhizal associations that are very important mm-hmm. complex for trees. They'll have thousands and thousands of, of single cell organisms called bacteria in the soil. All those things play huge roles in plant health. And, but they're fueled by one single component, and that is organic matter. And that's one of the reasons why you'll hear me talk about here on Garden Talk about in the fall, chop up your leaves, throw them back down on the lawn. You'll hear me never bag a bag of grass seed. You always chop up your grass seed, throw it down on the lawn. All that stuff is adding organic matter to the soil, which enhances the microorganisms that are in the soil. They, they are the foundation of good plant health. And there are products out there like you described, compost teas and others that can be utilized mm-hmm. for that that will help, help improve it. Now, there's a lot of research that says that you can get that material to show up just by infusing organic matter in and of itself without going through the expense of it as well. So either way you go about it, organic matter really matters. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. Let's go talk to Hart in uh, Harrison Township. Hart, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I've got two questions. Number one, uh, you've probably discussed this, but I've never heard it on the radio with your program. But anyway, uh, these maple trees that are having this blight disease, and everybody's telling me they can't be saved because it's in the root system or it's in the ground. Uh, any comment on that? What blight are we talking about? Oh, my God. You ought to see the stuff. It's got these big patches on all the limbs and stuff. And I've got one that's completely dead. And every every time the, the weather uh, is a little windy, the, the, the limbs fall off. And okay. there's nothing left. I mean, there's not a single So So slow down, to... slow down, slow down, slow there's, down. There's not a single. Uh... Slow, slow down, slow down, slow down. Tell There's me, tell me again. On that one tree, and I've okay. got like four of them, and they all have the same disease. Heart, 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 heart. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Okay. What is the name of the disease? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who diagnosed it as a disease? Uh, uh, the, I won't mention a name. One, one of the local garden places, and they okay. Like but my, 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 like my point, my point lichen. being, lichens. Yes. Okay, lichens, lichens, lichens are natural. They don't hurt anything. Well, uh, I tell you what, I've got five of them that are being hurt, and and but sir, like let, let's let's let, let's let's through my yard. So heart, yes. Hold on, hold on. First of all, you need to work with a certified arborist when it comes to trees. As I've said before today on the program, trees are the most complicated plants on the planet. Okay. Okay. You need to call an ISA, International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborist. Okay? You can find yours at a website called treesaregood.org. Okay. Okay. What I'm going to say to you is that there, there are pest problems with all plants. Okay? The vast majority of pest problems occur when plants are exposed to some type of Forces called abiotic forces, meaning they've been put under stress because of lack of nutrition, lack of water, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Lichens are a natural forming organism that dates back back before the time of the dinosaur. And they don't hurt plants. So you've been given some disinformation. So get a certified arborist out to look at your trees, come up with a long-term solution to better grow your trees by good, proper management practices. Good luck, sir, and thanks for calling the program. Okay, 
<laughs> Javon, thank you. We are ready for what plan I am. Now, once I can read it off, your opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Knollwood is wide open. Now, remember, I am the plant. Your job as the listener is to know the plant I am. And if you know my name, then you win yourself a $25 gift card to Knollwood. Okay. I am a member of the Mulberry family. The largest of me has a girth of 349 inches and over 60 feet tall. I can be called an apple, but I'm not an apple. I produce a bumpy spherical ball. A theory is that ground, giant ground sloths and mammoths and mastodons once enjoyed eating my apple. But today my apple is inedible. My fruit averages about 200 to 300 seeds per fruit. My wood is dense. My wood is rot resistant, which makes me the favorite of many people to make handles, bows out of me, and even at one time made war clubs for me. So what plant am I? Four, five, seven, 1290. By the way, I'm very drought resistant. And uh, I am a really good tree if you can find fruitless and thorn-free varieties of me to use in urban centers. So what plant am I? Four, five, seven, 1290. That's four, five, seven, 1290. I'm a member of the Mulberry family. The largest of me has the girth of 349 inches and 60 feet tall. I can be called an apple, but I'm not an apple. I produce a bumpy spherical ball. In theory, in theory, giant ground sloths and mammoths and mastodons once ate me, ate my fruit. But today my fruit is inedible. My fruit averages two to 300 seeds per fruit. My wood is dense. My wood is rot resistant. And I have many uses with my wood. I am a great tree to use in urban centers because I'm drought resistant, air pollution resistant. More so, there are select varieties of me that have no fruit and no thorns. So what plant am I? 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Spring for new tires at Grismer. Now through March 31st, buy four eligible Bridgestone or Firestone tires and you can get a $60 instant savings and increase your savings to $100 when you use your Grismer credit card account. As always, get four free oil changes with the purchase of any four new tires, lifetime balancing and rotation included. Now is the perfect time to spring for new tires. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. Offer valid March 1st through 31st, 2019. Restrictions and limitations apply. See store for details. Subject to credit approval. Low back pain is the single leading cause of disability and the most common reason for missing work. Yet, 9 out of 10 people who suffer never know the reason why. I'm Dr. TJ Polking, and for over 20 years, our focus has been on applying conservative, safe, and effective treatment for all ages without harmful drugs or surgery. We take your back pain seriously, and so should you. Call 299-2900 or visit us at polkingchiropractic.com. I'm Dr. TJ Polking, and we've got your back. Better squeeze that lucky rabbit's foot, check your horoscope, and shake that lucky eight ball. Powerball is up to $348 million. That's $348 million. Take on the odds your way and play Powerball today. And for a limited time, play Pick 3 for chances to win more, nearly 20% more at no additional cost during our popular Pick 3 Red Ball promotion. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. When you hear these tones, 
you know the WHIO Radio Storm Center has been activated. This means important weather updates every 15 minutes or sooner here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It's 851. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Quiet to start off this morning, mostly cloudy skies and temperatures in the mid to upper 20s. We'll lift to a high temperature of 43 degrees today. Partly cloudy skies and just a slight chance for a passing flurry. Mostly cloudy overnight tonight, 28 degrees for the low. And on Sunday, snow likely, especially once we get into the afternoon hours, anywhere from 1 to 3 inches possible with the highest totals likely found towards the south. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows uh, overcast sky conditions. We've got 33 degrees up by the um, airport. We've got 35 in Springboro. We've got uh, 35 in Wilmington. On the station that you to depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Don't forget, Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning. We start our broadcast at uh, 6 o'clock Eastern, and uh, we run till 9. Um, if you're traveling and uh, you're not in town and you, or they say that you don't want to get out of bed, <laughs> you can listen to rebroadcasts. We call those podcasts, and you can listen to those at... W H I O radio's website. And uh, I can tell you, I think they go all the way back to May of last year. So if you're really bored <laughs> and you want to listen to some other programming, uh, we would hope that you would uh, take the time to listen to what we do here on the radio. Um, like I said, this week was quite a humbling one for me um, to receive an award from my peers. And um, I also feel blessed that every week that I come to this radio station that I have a very special relationship with each and every one of you. Um, you will, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you so much for listening to me. And I hope that the information that we give you here on the radio is something that you will behold and use and more so, we hope that it will transform the world in which you live into a much better place. Um, that's really what motivates us here every week is to make the world a better place. Trees are the fabric, plants are the fabric, landscape is the fabric of our society, and it is the cornerstone of why um, we know that the world's a happier place when we have plants in and around it. And to have those plants means that we have to properly care for those plants as well. And what we do here on Garden Talk is talk about the proper care and management of plants. 457-1290. Uh, we've been doing what plant I am today. And uh, <laughs> usually I get a lot of different answers. But today the answer, I've got four right answers. So we'll have to take who called in first first though. I am a member of the Mulberry family. The largest of me has the girth of 349 inches. This is a big tree, 60 feet tall. Um, I can be called an apple. Mm -hmm. I produce a bumpy spherical ball, and in theory, it has the giant sloths <laughs> and woolly mammoths and mastodons feasted upon my fruit. <laughs> Um, but today, my fruit is incredibly inedible. You would never want to eat the fruit of me. My fruit averages about 200 to 300 seeds per fruit. Uh, my wood is dense. My wood is rot resistant. In fact, I am a favorite for many people to make tool handles out of me, fence posts out of me, um, and also native bows and arrows out of me. And in fact, the Native, native Americans actually used me to make war clubs out of me. And by, <laughs> we have got a winner by no less than 50 seconds. <laughs> Brent, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Brent, I just want to let you know that the old saying that the early bird gets the worm is very true in your case. 
when, when, when I when I read when I read this what plan I am, you were the first caller. You beat Diane from Waynesville by fifty seconds. You beat uh, John from someplace by uh, one minute and fifty seconds. Um, and you beat Carl too. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you, 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 you knew, how did you know what I was when you heard me give the clues out? Well, uh, when you said a member of the Mulberry family, and then you said the apple, uh, kind of put two and two together and it was pretty easy actually. Okay. <laughs> I guess I made it too easy today. I, I try, you know, I, I really struggle when I write these things because I always try to find ways that one you know, my whole purpose was doing it, of doing it beyond having a little fun with you guys, because I know you guys enjoy this. One of my purposes of, of doing this is, is educational. I'm trying to let you guys know that listen to Garden Talk, that all this stuff just isn't just plants and trees. These are plants with personalities. These are plants that have purposes. These plants are fabrics of our society. They are underpinned part of our culture. These are plants that were part of the, the raising of America. For example, the Osage Orange was used to build wagon wheels. It was used for fence posts by the early pioneers. This tree has immense important, importance economically in the beginning of our great country. Um, and it also played an important role during the Dust Bowl period to control soil erosion due to wind. So I think... Now this plant has great promise from the standpoint is it's pest resistant. It's drought resistant. We now have varieties like white shield that are thornless and seedless. So now we have the ability now to put this plant into our city centers to provide shade, provide air pollution mitigation, to provide a nice place for people to live, and most importantly, Tree, a tree that's fairly rot resistant that can tolerate a lot of abuse. Isn't that really a great thing to think about, Brent? It is. So my job as the host of Garden Talk is to inform you, Brent, and roughly about 200,000 people at any one moment in time over these, over these precious airwaves about this amazing plant that's out there. And at the end of the day that I hopefully you and... 200,000 people now will have more respect for the very things that are in their yards and in part of their neighborhood. So, Brent, you are the proud winner, my friend, of a $25 gift card to Noah because they are gardeners just like you and I. And uh, congratulations to you, and thank you for being part of this this wonderful broadcast today, sir. Well, well thank you, Mark, and we all love plants, too. Good. Brent, I'm going to put you on hold. Javon will get all your important vitals as well, Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Take care. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Garden Talk. A very special thanks to Javon for a job well done and to thank you for listening this morning's broadcast. Remember, Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at uh, 6 a.m. Eastern. We run to the hour of 9 a.m. Eastern. We hope that you'll listen to some of our different podcasts and broadcasts as well. Don't forget as well that during the week, you can always reach out to me at www.weberlandscaping.com or give us a call at 937-835-3381. And remember the very words that I spoke on a beautiful, beautiful March day, similar to this, some 28 years ago, and they are so very true as, as well. Gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed world in which the good Lord has made. Please, my friends, get out and do some gardening, but be sure the gardening that you always do is happy gardening on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.